0: My name is the Alpha Female, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Manny's Bushwhacker Luke here, 2015 Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern day Viking gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus tolders and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Base. And you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, f- hey. fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> That's <a> crazy. <laughs> we've had 70-degree weather here. For, oh, I man. mean, we really had a warm December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're spitting <laughs> snow. So tbt no longer stands for throwback thursday it now stands for turn buckle talk and that is what you are on right now with me carl carafell thank you so much to everybody for joining for watching this post live for watching this live for taking part in this program however you see fit i appreciate you all no graphic this week, unfortunately. I did not have the time to uh, get a graphic done, but that's okay. I will do one post production to make sure that I do uh, change that on the YouTube and upload that a little bit later. We got a lot to go into today. Uh, it's it's honestly been a very very slow week when it comes to news in the world of professional wrestling, but as I always do. I was able to find some things to talk about it is just me once again this week we had had the thought that possibly joe might have been with us unfortunately he had some work situations come up again and could not be here but that is perfectly fine and okay before we begin everything today i do want to make sure that everybody knows about Rogueenergy.com. Gonna play you guys a little video right now telling you a little bit or showing you a little bit more about what Rogue Energy is and what they have to offer. This. 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 Rogue Energy, a proud supporter of us here at our local establishment and this program, Turnbuckle Talk. If you want to get yourself some great energy drink that is low sugar, vegan free and a healthy alternative to those regular canned energy drinks that you have, check out RogueEnergy.com. Use the promo code OLEPODS and save yourself 10% off your entire purchase. Now, let's get into some professional wrestling news. Like I said, it's been a very slow week for news when it comes to professional wrestling, but I was able to pull some stuff out for us to talk about. And one of those things I've talked about before, I I have talked about how I really enjoy the little things inside of professional wrestling. One of those things that I'm not going to, going to delve into it right now but one of those things is uh, what's happening with Nikki Cross right now where she is just being seen in the background it is something that is uh, a very little thing but I'm absolutely enjoying it this next little thing is simply two words that were tweeted out by Rhea Ripley so we all know that Rhea Ripley and the Judgment Day have been feuding yeah we can say that they've been feuding with um the bloodline with roman reigns with solo with the usos they've all been in confrontations somewhere down the line well rhea ripley decides to mock the wwe universal champion with a simple tweet of acknowledge me Coming off of the heels of Monday Night Raw, where we saw the Judgment Day confront the bloodline, we saw Rhea Ripley stepping up and face-to-face with Solo. Uh, Both superstars are are essentially the the enforcers of their respective stables. I'm going to go a little bit further, though, and I'm actually going to say that Rhea Ripley is kind of starting to become that standout leader of the Judgment Day, not just an enforcer. We have Damien Priest that can take that over. And I think that Damien Priest could do very well with that. Ray Ripley is really showing herself to be a great leader of that faction. And I think that this is just one extra little close step towards that, where she just simply tweets out acknowledge me. And I, I, I absolutely love that considering everything that's been going on between these two respective factions right now. It's great to see these little things that really tell so much of a story in just the simplicity that they actually have there. I am very much so looking forward to continuing on and seeing what else comes from this. Definitely, this is to stir things up, which 100 percent. I think everybody wants to see everybody's going to want to see a little bit of a stir up happen from this. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's really hope that this continues on. And I think it's going to be absolutely amazing when this finally happens. Something else that's been talked about in rumor mills that has been pretty interesting, is this next thing that we're going to talk about here? So, we're going to talk about a 38 year old relative of a faction within the WWE that has come out and said that a documentary has been filmed on the Samoan dynasty. Yes, that is right, people. Off a of junior has actually come out and said that a documentary about the legendary family has been filmed off a junior revealed to the Boston open radio that the company filmed a portion of the documentary at his training facility. So it's it's very, very cool to see that we're finally going to be getting a, a documentary on the entire Samoan dynasty, not just looking at the rock, not just looking at... Roman Reigns. We're getting it all, including Rikishi, including, I'm even going to say Mick Foley. I know Mick Foley isn't part of the Samoan dynasty, but Mick Foley has a little bit of uh, uh, help in, in in some of this as well. Um, WWE has actually been filming for their Hidden Treasures television program. And one of those programs includes Mick Foley and Rikishi who are looking for Yokozuna's WrestleMania robe. It's very, very cool. We have no other news on this right now, just simply that it's been filmed. And we know that it, at some point, will be coming out, and I'm sure it's going to be something that's just a WWE Network, or it's going to be on, on the Peacock, or wherever it, I don't believe that this is going to be any collaboration with a and I think that the only thing that we're going to see tied into this is an episode of A&E's hidden treasure or most wanted treasures with Mick Foley and Rikishi looking for that robe. I'm excited for that. Going to be talking a lot in there about the rock, about Kishi, about Roman Reigns, about the Usos, It's going to be absolutely fantastic to see. Speaking of The Rock. Many people have been told that The Rock is a big possible shoe-in for the Royal Rumble. Well, I've recently found out that Royal Rumble 2023 is reportedly set to be all hands on deck. Now, if you don't understand what that means, essentially what that means is that every contracted employee in the company, whether they are being used on the premium live event or not, is to be in attendance. Now, why does this really matter? Well, it matters because the Royal Rumble Has always been one of the big four pay-per-views. Yes, I'm going to call it a pay-per-view. I know they are now calling it a premium live event. This is a pay-per-view. The Royal Rumble is one of the big four pay-per-views. Where we really haven't seen a whole lot of like access stuff come from it. So WrestleMania time comes around. SummerSlam comes around. They do these different access is what they call it. Where they just have meet and greets they have um, interviews that are done they have promotional things that are being uh, uh, happening and taking place at that time as well it appears as though we may be getting that with the Royal Rumble to hopefully bring it back to a bit more prominence as one of the big four it seems as though that is in recent years the only big thing has really been wrestlemania with summerslam even taking a little bit of a backseat to other premium live events the royal rumble as well survivor series has totally changed from what it once was too so to see this coming back where they have all hands gives me very high hopes that we are going to start seeing a little bit more and maybe even on the WWE network, be able to see some different programming coming from it. You know, the day of type of program where they're going to maybe go and follow a couple of superstars during the day, even if they're not included or included in the event itself. Royal rumble weekend is scheduled to be a big one for the company this year. It's happening at the Alamo Dome in San Diego, Texas, coming up very soon, January 28th. No pulling of any stops is supposed to be what's happening. I hope that that is what happens because it's a big event and I want it to continue to be that way and go back to that prominence. We do know that there are a few names that are going to be in the Royal Rumble as well. And I guess the one of the biggest names that I was hoping would have been a quote unquote surprise would have been Cody Rhodes. But Cody Rhodes has actually been announced to be part of the Royal Rumble. I'm happy with that. I am very, very happy with that. As we continue on to our next topic here, I want you to to leave your comments for me tell me who you would like to either see in the royal rumble or who you would want to win both the men's and the women's royal rumble and even if you want to take it one step further and give me a surprise name from the male and the female talent that is out there that could be a surprise at the royal rumble friend of mine uh, recently put that out there to all of his followers and I decided to steal it thanks plugo I appreciate you uh I have to comment on his and my comment for who I would want to see as surprises I had said for the male my guy switchblade jay white and for the females diana Purrazzo. So leave your comments down below. Leave them here with me. If you comment while we are live, I will make sure that your comment gets put up on screen and discussed as well. That's who I want to see. Jay White and Diana Perazzo. I'm going to talk something about uh, Vince Russo right now. Don't, don't leave. I know I mentioned a name that is not uh, very well liked by a lot of people, but I'm in agreeance with Vince Russo on this point here right now. I'm going to read it from Sports Kita's website because they do some great stuff over there. Sports Kita writes, Former WWE head writer Vince Russo recently had a laugh at the expense of Raw superstar Mustafa Ali. On this week's Monday night, Raw Ali took on Solo Solo in a singles bout. The seeds of this matchup were sown a few weeks ago when the Bloodline invaded the Red Brand and laid waste to the Raw roster. The former Retribution leader finally got his opportunity to square off against Solo, but things didn't go didn't pan out as planned, as he fell victim to the enforcer of the Bloodline. I am definitely asking myself at this point, even if you were on with us last night as we did a Monday Night Raw watch-along, I posed this question as well. When are we going to get anything more than Mustafa Ali just being this person that is being used as a jobber? I have absolutely zero interest in Mustafa Ali anymore. When retribution was done and he had come back and things were, you know, starting to kind of go good for Mustafa Ali, I was okay with things. Things weren't 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 bad at all. I was starting to build a liking for this character. Now I don't give a shit about the character at all, and that's very sad to say because he is a very good performer. (sighs) When's it time? to quit when is it time to quit not as the performer but when is it time for the WWE to quit this bullshit shenanigans that they keep on doing week in week out with an amazing talent like Mustafa Ali is this maybe something where they have decided eh? if we just do this okay so so this happens in every company i'm gonna I'm gonna be completely frank and honest with all of you. If you're an employee of a company and you're messing up and you've gotten a couple write ups and things haven't changed. Do you know what your employer starts doing? Ah, they start giving you four shifts a week instead of five or three shifts a week instead of five or two shifts a week instead of five. All the way down to the point where you're going, I can't be here anymore to survive in life. I need to find another job. And then you just leave. It almost seems as though that is exactly what they're doing right now with Mustafa Ali, where they are just trying to get him to say, I am done and I quit. I hope not. I hope that maybe he does go to creative. Maybe he goes to Triple H and says, listen, you guys obviously have nothing for me here except to build me up to just push me back down again. Why don't we try letting me go back down or go back? No, I don't want to say down, but go back over to NXT and maybe help out some of the younger talent over there. And I don't mean younger in aid, younger in. Years of active work. That may be a good thing. That may be a good idea. And we may see something more develop. We've seen New Day do this go down there, win the tag team champion, go over to, I hate saying go down there, but it's ingrained into my brain. Go move over to NXT, win the tag team championships as superstars legit, top-tier stars in WWE programming on Raw and SmackDown, but they are going over to NXT and helping. And I think that if you have nothing for Mustafa Ali, do the same. Let him go and be of good service somewhere so that he can be remembered for more than just being a damn jobber. Somebody who is not a jobber, but was part of the job squad was my good friend, Al Snow. Al Snow has created a company called Collar and Elbow brand. I am wearing the hat as I always do. Take a look at this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow and this is Collar and Elbow. The Wrestling Brand. That's right. Al Snow started Collar and Elbow Brand. And I am so happy for my friend for continuing on with great successes with Collar and Elbow Brand. And I want all you to go and make a purchase over there as well. Help support Al Snow with Collar and Elbow Brand, which in turn helps support this program, Turnbuckle Talk. And we'll give you a discount code. Use the code JKPODCAST at the checkout. Get yourself 10% off your entire purchase. Not just one time, but every single time you make a purchase. Use the promo code JKPODCAST for 10% off your order. I need a little drink of my non-sponsor Dr. Pepper before we move on to our final three topics. Somebody had discussions with the WWE. Somebody's contract ran out. Well, it didn't really run out, but just let it lapse and say it said, you know, I don't want to renew this contract. Left AEW decided to go and have talks with other companies. So, I'm going to read to you what this person said, and I'm sure you may get who it is after if you've watched some uh, professional wrestling over the last week. He says, In the spirit of transparency, I had great talks with the people at the WWE. Those talks could not have been better, positive, more professional. I have nothing but great things to say about everyone in that organization that spoke to and texted with. Ultimately, Impact was the best fit for me at this stage of my career and this point in my life. I have a great relationship with Scott Demore. I have history there. A lot of my legacy is there. At this stage, it was the best fit for me to go to Impact And Impact was just the best fit. That report coming from Fightful and from the words of Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian has been all over the world doing so many great things within the world of professional wrestling. A very seasoned veteran in the company. Yes, 100%. Doing amazing things with Impact. Being part of Ring of Honor. Going over to Japan, doing stuff all over the world, AEW included, decided to return to Impact Wrestling after his contract with AEW came up. I don't think that it's a bad idea. I think that Impact Wrestling definitely could use a little bit more star power. And I think Frankie Kazarian, for those of us that watch more independent wrestling than mainstream wrestling, can very much so enjoy the name and the work that comes behind Frankie Kazarian. So people have asked, despite having conversations with the WWE, which I'm sure would have offered him a plethora of him be set for the rest of his life. He opted to sign with Impact Wrestling due to his history with the company and from what I've read because of, uh, how do we say this, because of the work, I guess we could say. Um, It's not as, as daunting, it's not as grueling. Joe coming in here on a short break. He says Frankie would have been a good fit as a trainer at the WWE. Also, I think Nick Aldis would be good fit there as well. Christopher Daniels would be a good choice to sign. I agree with all that. Nick Aldis would be fantastic uh, wrestling in the WWE. I want to see him wrestling in the WWE. Good fit as a trainer, I think, would be fantastic as well when he finally decides to be done. Frankie has gone to Impact Wrestling to wrestle. Who knows? After this is all finished, after his contract is done with Impact, he might go back to the WWE with this very thing and be like, hey, I could be a good fit for trainer down in NXT. Bring me down to Florida. Right? Christopher Daniels is absolutely a choice. Uh, Christopher Daniels will always be a number one choice on my list. For anybody that ever says the WWE needs better trainers, immediately Christopher Daniels is who I would say. We're talking some legends right now. Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Nick Aldis. Let's talk about another legend in the business, we are talking about Mickey James. Mickey James over this weekend had wrestled and won the Impact Championship back from Jordan or from Jordan Grace. She defeated her only hours after winning that championship. She was interviewed by Sirius XM's Busted Open Radio. During the interview, Mark Henry asked James if she had any interest in going on a world tour of sorts as the champion, since this is more or less her retirement tour, making stops in other promotions around the world. She answered, yes. Listing off some matches she'd love to have before she winds down her career. I will read off what she says. You talk about that match with Sasha Banks or Mercedes, Monet, Monet, the Exante on the E is, I think, in the wrong spot or the wrong way. I digress. That's one match we never got at the WWE. We never had a singles match, and it's one thing that I always wanted. With her at Stardom in New Japan, that opportunity to be able to finally have that singles match that we both always wanted would be incredible. To be able to go against someone at AEW, that's a door I've never walked through before. But a Britt Baker or Jamie Hayter, she's the champ. I love Jamie Hayter. I saw her in England for 1PW when I wrestled out there. She's fantastic. Or someone like Jade Cargill, who's an anonymous. And anomaly she's an attraction that would be two parallel universes two different worlds colliding that would be so cool a few names right there right there. She's very happy that she was blessed to be able to go back to the Royal Rumble last year. She says, but there's lots of women there. There's Charlotte, there's Bailey, there's Becky, people who I really never had a chance to be with in the ring and show what I could truly do. She says that match with Asuka at TakeOver Toronto is probably my greatest match when I was back at the WWE the last time. And I had some really incredible moments and got to do WrestleMania with Alexa Bliss, but I really didn't have the opportunity to present hardcore country until the Royal Rumble. But also reminded people who Mickey James truly is in that ring. Mickey James laying out different people, and I think that it's it's great. I, I would definitely love to see Mickey James. As the current reigning defending, not yet defended, current reigning knockouts champion, this is her fifth time as the champion. I think it would be great. I think it would be absolutely fantastic to see her continue on around the world, even if, unfortunately, we don't get her back in the WWE. I think, ultimately, we're going to. We're going to get her back in the WWE at some point. I think there's going to be something that happens where this title changes hands and she may be done from professional wrestling in Impact and still be able to continue on her tour in other companies. And I think that we're going to see her finish out her career in the WWE. That's just my take. I could be very, very wrong. I found an article from What Culture, which isn't a site that I normally go to to take a look at things, but this one drew my attention. It had a picture of Julia Hart on there, and I was like, hmm, what's going on here? What's going on with Julia? So I clicked on the link, and I was even more Happy once I read through it. Julia Hart has publicly pitched an all female stable for television within AEW. I am very happy with this. I'm really, really hoping that this does happen, does come to fruition at some point. Thank you, Jamie Kennedy, for this article on what culture. I appreciate that. She's pitched an all female faction for AEW TV. She said the women that she would like alongside her in that group Penelope Ford, The Bunny, and Abaddon together. Julia believes that they could have a killer witchy vibe to them. Currently, we know that Julia Hart is kind of with Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews and uh, Brody King as the House of Black on AEW programming. At some point, we all know that factions break up and go their own ways. So we know that this is going to happen with Julia as well and good on her for trying to think and look towards the future when she knows that this is going to happen because it happens in every company. We can't get around it. It's always going to happen. Good for her to go about doing this and pitching it. They've even picked out a name for this all-female quartet as the weird sisters. I I don't mind it. I don't think that that's a great name. Can I think of one off the top of my head right now? No, but the weird sisters kind of works very well. Who knows what's going to happen. I'm sure at some point we are definitely going to see the house of black disband. And Julia Hart is going to be left with nothing. But even in her young age, she has decided to take things upon herself and take things to management and create something out of essentially nothing. And I think it's fantastic for her to have done that. That is everything that we have for you today. Before we go, I do have one last quick little thing. If you were looking for any merchandise from turnbuckle studios like uh, this turnbuckle talk shirt that you see me wearing every week the beats and Beatdown shirt anything from the boar's nest with bubba duke and yes even f the remsburg merchandise is available over there this is where you're going to go the official turnbuckle studio shop is open official merchandise from All the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios. Carl Carafel Unboxes. The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. Miscellaneous products that you can only find here. Beats and Beatdowns. And Turnbuckle Talk find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafell.redbubble.com carlcarafell.redbubble.com that is correct that is the site that you can go to where you can find all that merchandise who knows there may even be some other merchandise that is brought forth very soon So, this is a part of this job that I absolutely hate. Astrid with the news, Joe sending it to me as well. I'm trying to click the link. I'm trying to open it up. I'm trying to find everything here for this. Let me let me open up this one. I know that we I know that there are names that we don't always agree with and we, that we don't always like the stuff that they do. I'm seeing this from wrestling purists. I'm seeing this from Dave Meltzer, Tony Khan as well. We so young Young. Um I hate this. I'm I just gotta get to it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tony Khan tweeted out it's being reported by many different places right now, including wrestling purists, including Dave Meltzer. Jay Briscoe has died. Jay Briscoe has passed away after an auto accident. Two people in the car died at 5:30 p.m. in Laurel, Maryland. Um it's never it's never fun having to report these things. And I know I'm probably not the first one to be reporting it. And I I don't ever want to be the first one to report things. But it's breaking news. It's something that needs to be reported. 38 years old, I believe, was Jay Briscoe. Part of the Briscoe Brothers tag team. Such tragic news. And I know for myself here with Turnbuckle Talk, with Turnbuckle Studios, and any affiliate that I am with, I'm sure that each one of them will agree when we say that we offer our sincerest condolences to the entire family, to the fans, to the companies, to the friends, To everyone that is affected by this, we offer our condolences. Two guys who dominated Ring of Honor. Reigning even as champions to this day. Whatever support we can do, whatever support comes out. If you have the means to do so, support the best way that you can. I'm going to put it up now, Astrid. Thank you very much for that. I, I appreciate you letting me know about this, that Jay Briscoe has passed away. Joe Jay was one of the greatest wrestlers of this generation and not enough people talked about or appreciated I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. It's never easy when we lose people within the community. And especially at 38, it's younger than I am. I'm 41 years old people. And this man has had a storybook career at the age of 38 and has been taken away. I don't know what more we can say about it, but do your best to support. If there is something like a GoFundMe that comes out that you see, even if you can give 10 bucks, I can guarantee you it helps. When Sarah Lee passed away last year, I did the same because I was a huge supporter of hers through her career. And even after her career, support, even if it's 10 bucks, five bucks. There's going to be so many people that are helping to support. I understand that. And I'm not saying that you have to. You do what your heart feels right. You're right, Joey. It's very possible. Joe says it's sad because he was probably on his way to a show to entertain the fans like he always did. Yeah. Chad, thank you so much for coming in. I really do appreciate you. We went over that last night a little bit. Um, I know you're saying sorry to interfere uh, with the news. Um, He wants to talk just a a brief moment about uh, any sales that could happen with the WWE He says, if anything is going to happen, uh, if Disney is going to buy the WWE, um, could we see replacement of uh, Monday Night Football and then Thursday Night Football and SmackDown uh, on Saturday nights instead? It's a possibility. I know that we're definitely going to be talking a little bit more at uh, at length very soon about uh, the sale of the company. That is definitely going to happen. Um, I'm really hoping that we can get Joe on for that, as well as I have another friend that has been, uh, very vocal about it with me as well through messaging. And I want to get him on for that as well. So hopefully very soon and maybe even next week, if possible, we can, uh, we can have that discussion and probably make an entire episode out of it. Thank you so much, everyone for joining us here today. Do you know how much I appreciate you? I have always appreciated all of you, and I have said it continuously. Without you guys, I wouldn't be here. Through everything that happens, through the ups and the downs, through the sadness, the happiness, and any type of pain, we've only got ourselves and those that we allow close in. That's all we have. Thank you again, everyone. Joe, wondering if Mark will be able to continue wrestling after this. I don't know. That's definitely something that we're going to have to see. Uh, Mark Briscoe being the tag team partner of uh, of Jay Briscoe. Astrid, you don't you don't have to worry about that. Tell me telling me over chat. It's perfectly fine. Um, I'm going to find out one way or another, and I'm glad that you did tell me in this, uh, this fashion so that I had the opportunity to, to talk about it just, just for a moment. I know that as more things and more details come out, um, we're going to be talking about it. I know we are. And I'm going to save that for then. Thank you everyone. I appreciate each and every one of you. Remember. The world's a scary place. Take care of each other.